It's real. Oh, sweet relief. It's live. <laughs> You've been bottling it up. Yeah, we used to come in here all the time and like try and not say anything until the recording came on so that it would like it would be fresh. It would be new. We haven't done that. We like walk in and talk a lot. But I tried to do that. I tried to recreate that so we could have a little bit of that feeling. Seth was hushing me. Some of that silent, that that awkward he silence. Said, Shh, you shut up. Lyrics to go the podcast where we take a deep dive into lyrics that are questionable at best, way up there, but have largely dodged public ridicule until now. I'm Mark and I'm here with Seth. How are you, Seth? I'm pretty good. I don't know if I can get any higher. Uh, no, I think come on, Mariah. Deep dive. You can do it. That's it. That's <laughs> I, talk that's to those dolphins. Full, full ass, <laughs> ass clench. A hundred percent. All I've got. How are you, Mark? At full pucker. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. How are you? I'm good. Good. I'm not bad. How are you doing? Good. Good. Uh, it hasn't been too long since our last record. No, we, we been... recorded at the end of last week. And then immediately I was like, let's do another one. Yeah. Let's go. Um, yeah. Uh, had a lot of fun doing uh, Dirty Deeds Done Dirt Cheap with you. Oh, boy. I did forget to mention um, that uh, a friend of mine who I worked with thought that the lyrics of that song were Dirty Deeds and the Dunder Chief. <laughs> <laughs> Which I'd be remiss if I did not mention that. Matt Finney, wherever you are these days, uh, God bless you. Dunderhead. <laughs> it's the Dunder Chief. Never hear Dunder, I only think of Dunderhead. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Dunder Mifflin. Mm. Oh, yeah. I I'm not of. an office guy, but I do uh, neither understand. Am I, I get the reference. Yeah. yeah, now I do. Mm. I used to see people walking around with their shirts all the time not knowing what it meant. Right. And then I watched like the first four seasons and I was like, okay. I'd like it. to get one that says... AT and love and see how many people get that yeah. what that's from uh, it's from uh what is it kids in the hall oh oh it's the office was... on kids in the hall hey i'd like to thank everybody for coming to the office meeting here at AT and love it was like the i don't know okay yeah that's that's i don't funny. know going out I think on the rail ATN is the name of the uh, news organization on uh succession i might be wrong, i though. need to watch that you do yeah i do it's mm, very good i've heard so many good things but we're not here to talk about kids in the hall I'd and like we're not here to talk about succession. No. And we're not here to talk more about Dirty Deeds and the Dunder Chief. <laughs> we are here to talk about the one-hit wonder from Fountains of Wayne, New Jersey's Fountains of Wayne, the hit song, Stacy's Mom. Now, I, I'm i thinking... Oh, he's got the hat off. I have to take it off. This man's really uh, getting well, down well, to well, it. I, I, there, I have to achieve a level of comfort <laughs> before we start talking about such a... Such an uncomfortable topic, Mark. Yeah, yeah. that's fair. Okay. Um, what is your history with this song? Um, I don't. Re- I I heard. I don't know anything about Fountains of Wayne, really. To be honest with you, this is the only song I know by them. I remember when it came out in the early two thousands. I remember thinking, "Oh, it's another pop song." I at the time equated it with another Weezer sound alike. You know, mm, that's at the interesting. Time. Well, I mean, there was a lot of you know. Those were the days of Weezer all over the place, and sure, you know. So I just kind of equated it with that. Didn't really think that much of them. Um, about three years ago, because m- me and my family have an addiction to a certain New Jersey radio station, had found out about their bass player, singer-slash-principal singer songwriter, or one of the songwriters, I should say, um, had gotten sick with COVID and passed away. It was a terrible thing. And then I was turned on to quite a bit of his music and found out about more things that he did. Um 
and I was a little more interested. I got a little bit more interested. Um, I haven't really, you know, it, I haven't plunged the depths of Mr. Schleisinger's music or of uh, Fountains of Wayne, but I am definitely, definitely aware of this song, and I did pay attention to the lyrics back a long time ago. Thought that there was just a silly little song in passing, nothing big, no, not harmful, you know, just a, a cute song, I suppose you could say. You could say. What about you? What do you know about him? It's pretty much the same exact story as you, man. Okay. I remember hearing this song when it came out and thinking it was very catchy. Yeah. It is. It I is. mean, yeah. the one thing this song and herpes have in common is they're very catchy. They seem to come back a lot, too. Yeah. <laughs> it, it just does. It's, it's true. Yeah, yeah, there is a recurrence. Um, yeah, I mean, I, I never really thought much of it. I always thought it sounded a little weird. Um, not not uh, not sonically, but lyrically. Yeah. It sounded yeah. a little weird. Um, and I'm, I, you know, going over the lyrics today, I, I find myself with questions, you know, I find myself with some questions. We do that. Uh, we do. Yeah. And that's why we are here. Um, Fountains of Wayne, uh, Adam Schlesinger, uh, who is who, uh, uh, Seth was talking about and Chris Collingwood, uh, who met in college at Williams college. Um, they ended up going their separate ways after playing in a couple bands together, uh, Collingwood uh, formed a band called Mercy Buckets, which is funny to me because my mom used to say that, you know, it's basically the 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 way that you would say merci beaucoup. You're telling me that your mom was somebody's quirky aunt because I had a quirky, <laughs> if quirky I had, uncle that said that. Yeah. 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 Um, so that was uh, and, and, you know, he was in Boston. Um, uh, so New maybe England. it's just a New England yeah, thing. Um, and uh, and. Adam Schlesinger, Schlesinger, forming the band Ivy in New York City, basically came back together, uh, named after a lawn ornament store in Wayne, New Jersey, which explains Fountains of Wayne. A couple of the band names that they chose or that they kind of fucked around with before that was Woolly Mammoth, Are You My Mother, which are both terrible names, yes. and three men who, when standing side by side, have a wingspan of over 12 feet. That's a name That's of a, a band? That's a band name. Oh, that's horrific. That's what they were thinking yeah, about. really not good. Uh, signed with Atlantic Records and uh, started getting a band together. And here we go. Had a couple of songs that we heard of. I mean, that were released uh, ahead of time. Singles on an album in 96. Um, self-titled album. Uh, called The song singles were called Radiation Vibe and Sink to the Bottom, which are mostly forgotten uh, as far as I'm concerned, because I never even heard Entirely them. Entirely forgotten yeah. as far as I'm concerned. They toured with uh, Smashing Pumpkins, Sloan the Lemonheads, uh, in that year, you said trying... Sloan. Sloan. Sloan is great. Sloan's great. Yeah. God damn. Uh, Lemon Canadian superheroes. Yeah. Yeah. And Smashing Pumpkins are great. Let's eh, be honest. Well, I mean, I would say Smashing Pumpkins are great. I mean, they've descended a lot, but I'd say probably all of those bands have to some extent. Yeah. Uh, but I mean, you know, uh, Siamese Dream era Smashing Pumpkins. We're not going to agree on this one. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah, That's yeah. Fine. This is. I've never been a huge Smashing Pumpkin. Got I did. It. I I do have to. I'll read the that, room. That that <laughs> Lemon Collie and Infinite Sadness had some melancholy. Lemon Collie. Did I did I just say that? You did. Melan uh, it's been twenty four five years, man. Um, Mel melancholy and the Infinite Sadness had some decent songs on uh, it. Yeah, yeah, they weren't bad, but it, you know the other stuff that people re refer back to like Gish and stuff. I never was huge fan of it. Was just I okay. wonder if you'd like it more now that you've grown a little older. Maybe if you listen to there it. is a chance. Gish is yeah. very very good. Right. Uh, so they put out a couple of albums. Who gives a fuck? They put out their third album <laughs> called Welcome Interstate Managers. <laughs> That's a good album title. Who gives a fuck? <laughs> it is. Yeah, that would be good. 
Um, released on May 19th, 2003, this single, uh, through S-Curve Records and Virgin Records. Um, so my understanding is Schles- Schlesinger... This is going to be a yes. tongue twister all, yeah. t- all day. Schlesinger and Collingwood would basically do a Lennon-McCartney thing. Um, they both put their names on everything. Oh. There are Schlesinger songs mm-hmm. and there are Collingwood songs, but they basically put them all together. But by and large, everyone agrees that this is a Schlesinger song mm-hmm. or Schlesinger song. Um, very, very heavy Cars vibe. Um, as a matter of fact, Rick Ocasek uh, thought that this was a the beginning was a sample of just what I needed. Uh, and they make no uh, bones about letting you everyone could know. pick that up. Yeah. Yeah. You, um, could, you could see why he would think that. And <laughs> the music know. video, which we will go into detail later on about as soon as our boners die down. Intimate detail. <laughs> um, uh, there is a I Heart Rick license plate, R-I-C, which is how Rick Ocasek spells his name. One of the kids standing out front while Stacy gets picked up by her mom has a heavy, heavy... Rick Ocasek vibe to him that the dark glasses and the kind of the feathered hair um, and uh, a number of other things, including a fast times at Ridgemont high, you know, heavy moving in stereo kind of moving Phoebe in Cates stereo kind exactly. of coming out of the pool, kind of <laughs> whacking it off in the, in the, in the staring out the window. That's kind the of one. Vibe, yeah. Yeah. That happens. Uh, so a lot of, uh, you know, a lot of heavy uh, Rick Ocasek in Breathing. particular and <laughs> And Cars Love. They actually asked him to be in the music video, and they actually asked his uh, wife to play the part of Stacy's mom. Paulina Portskova? Yes, wow, that is the one. I did not know that. Uh, and though they said he declined, he actually didn't even respond. Hmm. So, shows how much he loves them. I, for one, am very glad that it landed with Rachel Hunter. Yes, mm-hmm. Rachel Hunter is uh, from another planet. Yeah, yeah. definitely. Um, and she does a great job in this music video. We're not going to get to the music video yet. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, you know, I always thought the music. Yeah, we just watched the music video and we're kind of still basking in the glow. From yeah, it. I mean, that's, absolutely. that's what's going dizzy. on. <laughs> yeah, I'm seeing double um, the the lyrics of this song. I don't know, man. Um, I, you know, what do you it'll, think? It'll, well, I, I don't know. <laughs> um, quite literally, I just said it. Uh, <laughs> Um, I guess we'll see once I'm kind of going through them one by one. But what are you, how are you feeling? It's what I've expected. I've heard the song. I know the lyrics. Mm. Um, but haven't re, you know didn't do what we did. Didn't didn't scour them or go go over them with a fine tooth comb. But when I did, I think like you, I did have a couple of questions on two or three spots where I'm just like, gee, why did he put that there? He compared it in one article to kind of being like a Mrs. Robinson kind yeah. of thing. Now, saw, I take issue with that. Saw that that was like in his mind. Yeah, I take issue with that. I think that he might have said, I, I think it would be better if he had maybe said, I, I kind of patterned in after the overall plot or theme of The Graduate. If you pay attention to the lyrics of Mrs. Robinson by Simon and Garfunkel, they never really, really talk about a, you know, a younger guy, older lady, 
sexual affair. They do say, most of all, you've got to hide it from the kids. It's just a secret, just the Robinsons' affair. But that alludes to nothing. The rest of the song has nothing to do with the Mrs. Robinson plot of the movie. Right. So I think it would be a little more accurate if he had said, I kind of wanted to go with a little bit more of a graduate vibe. I do get where... You know the the congruence comes in. The, the you know the, uh, the 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 movie and the song come together to form you know this this overall feeling of you know shock at this very unusual suspect relationship. I do get that, but you know sometimes I I wish people would, I think maybe they should point out or be a little bit more accurate. In this case, I'm not going to come. I guess you know get too crazy on it. It's it's a it's it's got some I mean yeah it's supposed to be shocking Mark it's supposed to be you know this is a, a taboo relationship and they're touching on that but more than that I think there's some spots where I question this the 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 the, the use of specific words and we'll get more into it when we go over them so I just want to kind of double down on what you're saying because I completely agree with you as a matter of fact it wasn't until you mentioned it today that I always thought the lyric was. Uh, it's just a secret, or um, what is it? Um, it's a little secret, just the Robinsons' affair. So I always thought it was just the Robinsons are there. You did? <laughs> I didn't know it was wow, affair. Chico, Ted, and Lionel, man. Um, I will it's say, um, you know, I will say one, uh, one person writing for The New Yorker said he considered it, quote, the second catchiest song ever written about a girlfriend's parent after Mrs. Robinson. Uh, Richard Harrington of the Washington Post dubbed it nicely naughty, which is creepy as hell. Sounding. <laughs> um, but I, I got the same exact thing as you, man. I mean, Mrs. Robinson, the song by Simon and Garfunkel, if you're unfamiliar, stop this right now and go listen to it. I can't imagine you've never heard the song, whether it be the Lemonheads version or the Melonheads um, or the original by uh, Simon and Garfunkel. It is just absolutely one of the best songs i mean it's even even in the standards of how great simon and garfunkel's stuff is it is just absolutely incredible yourself if you don't know it yeah but the song aside from that line like you said i do not see it being about a crush or a relationship with someone's mom at all now it is on a movie Mm -hmm. that deals with that deals with that yeah you know but that's it i mean i don't think the song really Put it in the pantry with your cupcakes. Yep. Okay. Um, so, uh, you know, who knows? Uh, this song... Uh, or Have You Gone, Joe DiMaggio, Our Nation Turns Its Lonely Eyes to You, which is a great song. I mean... It, but gives no indicator as to an inappropriate relationship. What's that you say, Mrs. Robinson? Jolton Joe is left and gone away. I know, what? Oh, yeah. That's I mean, definitely talking about banging someone's mom. <laughs> I mean, it just... The, the, the lyrics have it go... go Go to the candidates debate. Yeah. Oh yeah. Fuck yeah. Where you meet? Laugh about it. Shout about it. When you've got to choose, any way you look at it, you lose. Yeah. I'm jerking off over here. This is hot (laughs) as hell. Where's Rachel Hunter? (laughs) Exactly. Give me some titties. Stat. Um, This song was partially inspired by a friend of Adam Schlesinger. Oh man. Who's uh who around 11 or 12 years old said that he openly admitted that he had a crush on Adam's grandmother. But Stacy's grandma has got it going on. Ma does not rhyme as well and doesn't sound as good. Mm-hmm. Um, so he decided that he would hits a little different too. Yeah. <laughs> it does hit a little yeah. different. And Adam actually did say, "My grandma was hot," which is also even more of a, a red flag. Strange. Yeah, 
also a little bizarre. I mean, there's nothing wrong with just like saying so. Well, there's nothing wrong with saying that someone's attractive. Oh, I, 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 I've reached that age. There's some pretty hot grandmas out there. I mean, look, there's yeah. some pretty hot everything. I think yeah. there's nothing wrong with saying like that someone is like, you know, I can sit here and say uh, John Hamm is attractive and it doesn't mean I want to fuck him. Exactly. But you can sit there and be like John Hamm. I, now, would I go so far as to say John Hamm's hot? I guess maybe. But I mean, I, they don't know, but point, I've always known that you've had it in for John Hamm. Yeah. <laughs> He's got a big dick, apparently. Yeah. There was a whole tumbler dedicated to the size Ham of his has hog. A hog. <laughs> um, but in any event, that, I guess, made him want to uh, to write the song or gave him the idea anyway. Uh, they tried to strike a balance, quote, between humor and personality with this song. I do think that it is very interesting uh, and kind of neat on a website. Adam basically fessed up and said, we will never have the popularity that we did with that song. It was a fluke. He, he, well, he, he said just that. outright said, look, we know like. Yeah, I love that Me kind too. of insight. Me too. I loved because I have been around people that are completely, I don't want to say it, I'm not pointing fingers, but a little bit diluted about where things were going. Whereas, I don't know if you felt this way, but just the fact that I was doing what I was doing was enough. And I, like I, you know, when it came to music and I didn't have a feeling like, oh, I'm supposed to be getting somewhere. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Like, yeah. oh, this is supposed to sell or, oh, this is supposed to get more people's attention, which are great. Yeah. Those are wonderful things. Absolutely. You know, uh, having a, a payoff. But I was always just so happy to to. Uh, and I really, really believe that I'm, I'm, I'm not believe it. I, I, I feel it deep down. Always just so happy to say I did this. I am doing this. And it's going to be something that I enjoy and I remember and not have to have. Uh, yourself caught up in some sort of dream or fantasy of some golden future and 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 be realistic about it now for those of the, the for the ones that pragmatic pragmatic or, or, or yes exactly sensible sensible mm. um the one the people out there that have these great and grand dreams that's wonderful that's awesome but to have that self-awareness and and be grounded enough to say this is enough and i'm surprised when something did more is a beautiful thing to see. I want to see more people like that. Exactly. And when we say that it did well, I mean, it peaked at number 21 uh, in 2003, so 20 years ago. Uh, Stayed there for two weeks, stayed on the chart for a total of 17 weeks, which, look, is better than anything I'll ever do. Yeah, yeah. um, But uh, isn't exactly rocketing to the top. Um, It was also one of the first songs to reach the number one spot on the most downloaded songs list of the iTunes Music Store and reached number 11 in the UK singles chart. It was also nominated for a Grammy for Best Vocal Pops Performance. Duo or vocals, yeah. At the 2004 Awards. So So good for them. Yeah. Yeah. Not bad. Shall we get into it? Um, There was one other thing. The guy's not... I, I have listened to some back catalog. And I don't really know a lot about Collinsworth, but I do know about Schlesinger. Um, it's Collingwood. I'm thinking Chris Collinsworth. I know. Because football of Florida. Because football is right, right here, baby. The Come on, fist corner. bump, fist bump, baby. It's Hell here. Yeah. It is here. Did you watch that, that freaking Duke-Clemson game last night? I watched the FSU game. Oh, that was good, too. Yeah. B- bear with us, folks. Uh, I've, I'm, I'm, I'm aware of other music that he's done. The guy can write a damn good pop song. I don't know if you saw this anywhere in your reading, Mark, but he did write the theme song for That Thing You Do. Yes. The movie mm-hmm. featuring Tom Hanks. And that that song, That Thing You Do, is a damn good song. Well, man. and this song is a damn good... Look, the music to it is very good. Nothing, it, uh, I mean, I mean, now, okay. Very good. Okay. This song is very good for a power pop song. Yeah. 
This is a very, very good power pop song. It's got everything you need. The backing vocals, the harmonies are are lush and on point. Production's good. The production is on point. Everything. I mean, when they say that they were shooting after sounding like the cars and doing that kind of thing, they did it very well. It sounds like a 2003 poppy cars song with maybe a little bit more of an edge. Um, and you know, they're even using a Juno keyboard, mm-hmm. which is a very eighties keyboard, undoubtedly a keyboard that's used, um, on, uh, cars songs. They, they know what they're doing. They yeah. are good. I think what we're trying to say is we ain't hating. No, no. no. Oh. Fountains of Wayne, I, from what I know of them and from what I understand of them, they seem like good enough guys. When Adam passed, um, they did put together a uh, one-off concert. They got back together and did one concert and raised some money uh, for Adam's family. <laughs> the Adam's family. Uh, <laughs> I'm glad that Wednesday Chris Collinsworth could do everything for Wednesday and Pugsley. <laughs> and Cousin It. Don't forget Cousin It. I won't forget. Um, so we get the guitar that comes in in the beginning, and then we get the, uh, you know, basically the, the refrain, Stacy's mom has got it going on. 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 Stacy, can I come over after school? We can hang around by the pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-pu-p
It's, <laughs> it's I'm talking about Stacy. God, here. man, this is a hard one. This is so hard. Stacy's. Stacy. Yeah, Stacy. Stacy. I'm sorry, Stacy. I'm so sorry. It's okay. It's so hard, easy to get lost on this one. It's like a highway without signs. Stacy, <laughs> just think stasis. Or too many signs. Yes, yeah, so stasis. Um, what if it that's would... why they why her name was Stacy? <laughs> she would immediately think to herself, why does this kid care about what my mom's, you know? that That's... Well, it, you'd go give her give you the slip. Yeah, there's other. Things, what are you talking about? There's other things that you could ask relating to the mom that might not be such so. You know, uh, uh, I mean, he's he he's giving away a little bit of information there with that question. You know, he could be a little smoother than that. Well, I mean, and the two lines afterwards. You know, I'm not the little boy that I used to be. <sighs> I'm all grown up now, baby. Can't you see? The, the argument is, is that is she there or is she giving me the slip? Is a question, like trying to find out. Right. You know now. I'm. You could almost say that's an aside, but you and I both like to picture him sitting there looking her right in the face and going, "You know, I'm not the little boy that I used to be." Well, because it's funnier. <laughs> coming into the second verse, we're going to have some serious questions. About Stacy's mom. I mean, what we've got so far right now is, you know, we have an unreliable narrator. You know, now in the music video, the kid looks to be like 11. Yeah. And, and Stacey, very young. Stacy looks very young, too. And I'm just going to come out and say it. The music video uh, is problematic as hell. It is definitely sexualizing Stacy, who in the music video is very young. And I mean, they're not sexualizing her in the way that there's that they're sexualizing the mom. Um, but I mean, like Thank they're doing God the she's whole... not doing what Rachel Hunter's doing. Well, yes. Yeah. But I mean, she does do like the s- slow taking off of the top yes. and revealing like her in a bathing suit. Yeah. Um, you know, we've got some like up close pictures of her face, like looking kind of 12 year old horny. Yeah. The little finger yes, biting the, yes, the, the nail. Yes, that, yeah, that all stuff. that. Yeah. And I mean, like, if you would have made her, you know, if, if the if the if the children were like young adults, if this was like an 1819 situation, it's, then I think it would be like, oh, OK, you can get away with kind of the sexualization here where it wouldn't be as creepy. But these I mean, we're talking fucking middle school here. It looks to be maybe dare I say Late elementary school. No, let's not go that. No, let's, let's just let's forget that, Mark. Well, I would I like I don't to forget want to think that. that. But I but, mean, yeah, the the video had to somewhat tarnish this song in that regard. Yeah, yeah it's it's kind of sad. It is very very weird. Um, and you know the fact that uh, well, I guess we'll get into a little bit more and find out exactly what's going on here. But obviously, this kid is living in this world where he is attracted to Stacy's mom. Stacy possibly attracted to him. It uh, looks we, like that, yeah. In the music video, it tells that tale, though it doesn't really say it yet, but we'll we'll get there hmm. here in the chorus. Um but uh yeah, I mean we're this 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 narrator is basically saying like her mom knows enough to try and like dodge him <laughs> for some reason. Uh, and give him the slip, like, oh, if you bring Adam over, 
tell him I'm, you know, I'm still on a business trip, <laughs> which is insane. So then we get the chorus. <laughs> Adam's not here, is he? <laughs> yeah. Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all I want, and I've waited for so long. Stacy, can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. That kid in the video couldn't have been waiting for that long because you know his balls just dropped. I mean, forgot. This things. is part of my yeah. This is part of my wondering how long has this been going on that he's been waiting for so long. Now here we get Stacy. Can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. So either Stacy is into him and he's rebuffing her advances. Mm. We're dealing with an unrequited love situation of. Sorry, Stacy. I know you're into me. I know you're doing the bite the finger. You're taking your shirt off slow. You're diving into the water right in front of me, etc. Big smile. But I want to bang a 40-year-old MILF. And I've been waiting for so long. 11-year-old. Yeah. Uh, you know, maybe waiting since he was nine. Yeah. Um, Didn't even know what boobs were. Yeah. And, I mean, we'll talk a little bit. So, the music video... Um, I We... We kind of have to talk about the music video. Yeah, we're at referencing the same time, it the whole way. Yeah. So I mean, you know, the music video just kind of goes into a little bit more detail than what's going on with the song. So we've got this eleven-year-old kid who, um, you know, him and all these other boys are watching Stacy get into her mom's car. Her mom is played by Rachel Hunter, a very, very attractive actress uh, slash model, and um, married to. Who is she married to? She's married to Rod Stewart. Rod Stewart. Yes. Makes sense. Um, and uh, then, you know, he goes over to the pool. He's in a little floaty. He gets a soda. Uh, another weird sexual thing. He gets a soda from Stacy. He's trying to open it. And uh, Stacy's mom starts getting undressed in a window that's right in front of him um, and it's takes like, off her bra. It's like four feet away. And it's strange that she's doing that. <laughs> Without closing her blinds or anything. And it's also strange that he is just sitting there and openly watching. Also, while Stacy's there, he then takes off the cap to the soda and it erupts in his hand like so much cum. A la premature ejaculation. Exactly. Yeah. And uh, Stacy starts laughing at him. And uh, again, this is another like 11 year old jerk off joke, mm. which is <laughs> all right. I guess this is what we're doing. Maybe this, this is the fountain that Wayne was talking about. <laughs> I'm, I hate to say it, but I mean, this is where the name came from, was, really. Not the New Jersey was, shop. Not the, it was on a it was on a silver platter for you, my yeah, friend. I guess so. Um, so yeah, I, I, taking away the video, just the lyrics, to stand there and say, "Stacy, can't you see? You're just not the girl for me." And he's already been asking questions about the mom and. You know, is she giving him the slip? Has got to be devastating for this girl. Oh, I mean, has got and, to be just, just. Yeah. Wounded, man. I mean, it's bad enough that you're saying no to a girl who's attracted to you. It's much worse to say, I want to fuck your mother. Yeah. <laughs> and he says... Insult to injury. I, I know yeah. it might be wrong. There's no might about it. You're 11 and she's 43. Let's let's take away the, the video. And Stacy is his age. They're hanging out. Mom's got to be at least 20 years old. Older. Well, I mean, I mean, at least 18 years older. I was You'd say, have to guess. Well, take, taking away the music video, yeah. anywhere from 15, 15 at least, yes. right? I mean, 15, 16 at least, right. generally speaking. Mm -hmm. There's been stranger things, but when I think of like underage mothers, I think maybe even 14. That's still quite an age gap. Right, right. 
Um, yeah. And so to, to have a girl like saying I'm into you and then being like, no, I'm sorry. I'm into your mom. No, I mean, people have dated people's moms or whatever. I mean, you know, I guess that's happened. Um, and when the parties are 30 and 45, mm. fine. I, I you know. guess. Well, I mean, whatever. Like, you know, I know, but, about... but you're talking about long term damage to Stacy. She's well, yeah. going to be talking to a freaking therapist about that, I think, at some point. <laughs> she is. Well, I mean, I think that has more to do with I just, brought him over. I mean, well, I would you feel the same way about Stacy and Stacy's sister? That's that's different. Uh, that's different. Yeah, I mean, I mean I, it's still cold-blooded. It's, yeah. If he's if if he's over there under the pretext of Stacy wants to hang out with him, and then all of a sudden he looks at her, and maybe he doesn't know, you know, how deep it's going. That's interesting. You that, you're bringing up a very good point, which yeah. is... Uh, hanging out with Stacy under the auspices of of hanging out with Stacy and wanting to to have Stacy's company. Yeah. And Stacy reading that is, oh well, this is going really well. Yeah. You know, Adam's asking about coming over again. This is this is awesome. We're gonna swim in the pool. He probably wants to see me in a bikini. Still gonna be talking to the therapist about it years later. Oh yeah. yeah absolutely. I mean, yeah. Absolutely. Um, as soon as we get done with the chorus, we get the Stacy's mom has All got I can it think going of on. Is the, something about Mary. I was just fucking you to try to get to Mary, you know, at the end of the movie, you know. Yeah. Uh, so then we get the second verse. Stacy, do you remember when I mowed your lawn? Mowed your lawn. Your mom came out with just a towel on. I could tell she liked me from the way she stared. And the way she said, you missed a spot over there. And I know that you think it's just a fantasy. But since your dad walked out, your mom could use a guy like me. See, see man, see, man, you can just, <laughs> you just know that her, her therapist bills are going to be astronomical from all this information. Yeah, yeah. Just missing dad, mom walking around half naked in front of prospective boyfriends, the girl's gonna. She, you are talking about damaged goods. Stacy is damaged goods. Oh, that should be the, that's that's rude. I mean, it kind of is. Dude. Well, I mean, I mean, it it's look, it's a fucked up situation. Damaged goods, I think, is a little uh, a little harsh, maybe. But Man, girls have been scarred by far less. Well, I mean, so people boys. people yeah, get. People. Yeah, I was gonna say people get scarred first of all, but yeah. I mean, let's with the second verse. We now have to start because at first it sounds like. Maybe young Adam is just dreaming this up, right? Like, and the music video, um, we see him mowing the lawn and the mother comes out wearing just a towel as, as, as said in song. So is in video. Mm -hmm. Um, however, she's receiving a massage, I guess as a way to kind of explain why she came out in just a towel. I'd like to point out that she was topless during this. Machine. Oh yeah. It's oh, absolutely. Yeah. Grand. Well, yeah. Grand view. So in in true usual massage fashion, she is topless and bottomless. Mm. The um, we have some more problematic stuff with the massage therapist. I dated for a long time a massage therapist and have learned to not say masseuse. It is a massage therapist. Very good. I'll remember. And. At one point, you know, they'll do the lifting of the towel and flip over, please. And he takes that time to look at her downstairs. 
and he looks up at the kid and gives a like a, a eyebrow whoop. furtive eyebrow raise yeah. yeah and of course i'm sure you know yeah well i don't know if he does it to the kid or just to the camera but it's implied either way kid, it's yeah. an implied thing of like i'm sexualizing this even though i shouldn't <laughs> There is also, to go along with this, I don't know if you remember the long, drawn-out scene where his hands go further and further up her thighs, eventually winding up the tips of his fingers are going up underneath the towel, have, and then it cuts off at that very yeah. second, you know. Now, this is going to, I mean... Rachel Hunter looks good, man. No, she she's does. Like, yeah, I look, I mean, absolutely. I mean, she's... <laughs> she she looks great. Yeah. Um. You know, I try to, uh, this is going to sound so stupid because I'm talking on a podcast about a 11 year old trying to fuck her, his friend's mom. Um, but I, I, I take, <laughs> you didn't write the song. I take massage very seriously <laughs> Okay. <laughs> because, uh, because again, I dated a massage therapist who is amazing at her craft for six and a half years. And, um, I know that people tried to sexualize her in it. Um, and I, for a while wanted to be a, a massage therapist, wow. but one of my, cause I'm, cause I'm good with my hands. I have strong hands, but one of my worries was always that people would be creeped out and weirded out by a four or 500 pound guy massaging them naked. Um, I wouldn't. Well, yeah. Yeah. But you're yeah, a, dude, I'm a different dude. Yeah. I'm a you're different a dude guy, also yeah. who knows me, but you know, I mean, it's not even a matter of very, you, but that's very different. It's really, not. I'm not worried about the use of the world. I'm I've worried talked about to my wife about this and said, Hey, I, I, we could go get massage. And my wife was almost just like, you know, I don't know if I could sit there and watch some woman. I'm like, I'll, then a dude could do it. I don't care. Right. And a big dude, maybe even better. Right. And I've gone and got massages and be like, give me your strongest person. Yes. I don't care who it is. I want the strongest person because I want them to put me into traction. I want them to put me into pain. <laughs> However, again, I mean, I think that a lot of people, you know, a lot of probably women would be skeeved out to an extent. And I would understand why, because there are a lot of gross fucking guys in the world. And this guy, given the fucking eyebrow thing, really fucking bothered me because and, and the fingertips going up because... Uh, for for the six and a half years that I did get massages and I would go and I'd pay for them, they even though we were in a relationship, they were never made sexual. It was always a professional thing. It was this, you know, the there was a lo clear line of delineation. Mm -hmm. When I went to get a massage, it was a massage only and that was it. Mm -hmm. Even when things were, you know, young and, and spry and, and wonderful, a massage was a massage and everything else was everything else. Mm -hmm. And so seeing this guy um, put in this like masseuse context and all this really kind of in a strange way grinded my gears. Um, and, you know, there, there's no mention of massage in the song. It was just like it'll give us a reason to talk about her going out in a, in a towel other than just being pervy. Now, what I want to talk to you about, what I'm what I'm getting at here is this. Knowing that she comes out in the towel, whether it's a massage or not, we are now kind of led with some possibility that Stacy's mom does know what's going on and may be kind of goading young Adam mm -hmm. 
do you think that Stacy's mom is into Adam? Or do you think this is all in his imagination? I was just, that was the next thing out of my mouth is that this very well could be fantasy. And I mean, it's the music I think video definitely has fantasy. has fantasy. Yeah, it's it's all fantasy because it's a series of scenarios that you know didn't maybe the the bathroom there is a bathroom scenario, a la Judge Reinhold in Fast Times at Richmond High when he's watching the very famous scene of uh, uh, moving in stereo. Phoebe Cates coming up out of the water and he's sitting there cranking it out the window. That happens. The, the the oh my god, it's horrible to say. The young the boy in this video is looking out the window as Rachel Hunter comes out of the wa- well. Let's let's get there in a minute. Let's get there There's in a minute. All of these all of these are scenarios. So you can they're just they're like scenarios that you could say. Oh, he's playing over and and thinking about it in his mind. But at the same time, the first line of the second verse is he's saying it right to Stacy. Stacy, do you remember when I mowed your lawn? Mowed your lawn. It's directly to, you know, according, taking away the video, this is right to her face. Well, yeah. Okay, yeah. so let's talk a little bit about the lyrics here. So do you remember when I mowed your lawn? Okay, he's mowing their lawn, mm-hmm. like making some money. Your mom came out with just a towel on. Okay, so that's weird, right? I mean... One of two things is going yeah. on. Either she's so normalized to the kid that she thinks that it's not a big deal. She sees him as a son. She thinks that he sees her as a mom, maybe something like that. She had to run out or something, whatever. I, let's let's just go. Past I know it. what you're saying. Let's just go past it. I could tell she liked me from the way she stared. So this is obviously could just be his interpretation of what she's doing. Right. Mm-hmm. I mean, this is just possible. In fantasy. His head. And then we get the line. The way she said you missed a spot over there. So that's obviously him just reading into it because he's she's not saying the way she said you missed a spot over there is like her coming on to him. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I guess maybe, but 98 percent no to her going, Adam, you missed a spot right over there. And he's like, oh, the way she said that means she wants to fuck. I mean, she probably was just like. Hey, you missed hey, a spot over there, and he was like, "Over there, turd fuck, that's so hot." Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, so I think that this is kind uh, you've of... been eleven, and you know that you've you've misread what women have said. As I've been forty three and misread. What <laughs> I totally think said. you're hot when she's Are really you just going. Kidding me? Would you like another napkin? Or, this shit has know? happened to me as as recently as a year ago, right? I mean, or maybe even a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yes. Yes, Welcome we've all done it. Life. So you can uh, you can completely understand where this is just a, a a fantasy scenario. But I mean, so we're we're in agreement then. Yeah, I you uh, yes. We, for the I sake think, of I think we both think that he's either fully fantasizing like when in the guitar solo when she does a striptease, which is absolutely fantasy, or her coming out with a towel and maybe just being misguided and dumb about it. Saying it right to Stacy's face though, man. Well, is, is shitty on no matter this any is age. A whole, I mean, well, I guess part of the question. I mean, well, no, it's not a question. I was going to say maybe part of the question is, does he know that Stacy is a hot swarm? But he says to her, "Stacy, don't you see you're not the girl for me?" And he must be having that conversation with her because she has made it pretty evident that she's into him. And he's like, "Stacy, I'm sorry, but it's well, not I see you." No penitence from this guy at all. Oh no, no. no. He, I mean, in typical guy fashion, he doesn't give a fuck. Dude, the boner is he's taken just over. He's thinking about his dick. Yeah, yeah absolutely. I mean, 
Oh, just just to let you know, genius. Uh, uh, they give us uh, some some insight on your mom came out with just a towel on. Yeah. Similarly to how people don't go out without with that with their pajamas on, towels are not exactly public wear. Most likely, Stacy, just to give you uh you know our, our, right. our, every once in a while you got to give you a little genius insight. Of so, course, yeah. Anyway, um, so and then of course, the last two lines here are the most devastating, right? I know that you think it's just a fantasy. So basically telling Stacy, like, yeah. I know you think that I'm wrong here and that I'm just dreaming. But ever since your dad walked out, your mom could use a guy like me. This kid's a shithead. What a piece of shit. Yeah, he's a total shithead. I mean, like, to bring up Stacy's mom being a single parent and Stacy's dad. I mean, kids... Even in the and I mean, God love you if you're in a in a if you're in a family where parents had split up, and I'll, I'll I'm gonna be I'm gonna be completely clear here. I am a believer that if people fall out of love and it turns into a toxic thing, then parents should split up and not stay together, quote unquote, for the kids, because it usually gives the kids a very bad idea of what a relationship and what love is supposed to look like when the parents fall out of love, and it happens. Yeah, some people. Some people do. Sometimes it happens. It doesn't make it any better when some guy steps in and says, oh, let me take advantage of your father figureless situation here. Oh, absolutely Where I step not. on well, you. Well, and that's kind of what I'm getting at yeah, is that, like, yeah. it's already a tough situation. And then to have some kid be like, hey, remember when your dad walked out? Yeah. Like, you know, is she blaming herself for it? God, you got to feel bad for these kids, man. Yeah. For kids, I mean. We like, should write a song about what happened between Stacy's mom and Stacy's dad. Or write a song about how Stacy dealt with it all. Yeah. I mean, really? Yeah. Oh, by yeah. the way, I've got more people coming over to make fun of me because my parents split up. Stacy doesn't trust any guys. No kidding. Um, she shouldn't. Yeah, yeah. She, she definitely should not. Uh, so then we get another chorus. Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's all that I want, and I've waited for so long. Stacy, can't you see? You're just not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Key change. Yep. And you know what? I've come down on a key change a couple times. But Not this time. I like this key no, change. No, no, no. It's good. And, you know, you said Weezer, right? You yeah. Said oh, this, Weezer does that all the this time. This is a very, very Weezer. And yeah. it's funny because Weezer, the blue album and the green album, guess who produced both of them? Who? Rick Ocasek. Oh, yeah, that's right. So yeah, there yeah, you yeah. go. Yeah. So, I mean, this is very much like the hand feeding the mouth, feeding the hand. Kevin Bacon. Uh, yes. Yeah. yeah. Six degrees to Rick Ocasek. Uh, guitar solo is very, very catchy. Um, almost more of a guitar part yeah. than a solo. Uh, at the end, we get the... I love it. It's I, I'll eat it up. I'm a big fan of it. Nothing I, wrong with it. It's nice and it's cheesy. Nothing ground rate breaking, but oh, no. it's, it's good. Fits it's a, fun. You have to say with these solos, do they fit the damn song? Yes, it does. This okay. is a song that comes on in a Boston bar in 2004, and everyone is singing. With and, a long A. Stacy's mom. <laughs> exactly. There's, all, they're all, there's a chorus of long A's and O's. Um, then we get a double chorus. Um, really nothing new here under the sun. Uh, Stacy's mom is <laughs> under the son. Jesus Christ, that was terrible. Stacy's mom, or under the daughter. Stacy's mom has got it going on. She's got it going on. She's all that I want, and I've waited for so long. Stacy, can't you see you're just not the girl for me? I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. Stacy's mom. Oh, oh, I'm in love with Stacy's mom. 
L-A-O. Wait a minute. Stacy, can't you see? You're not the girl for me. I know it might be wrong, but I'm in love with Stacy's mom. And that's it. Um, the music video, as we were mentioning, Stacy and young Adam are sitting very close to each other. Mm-hmm. And um, he turns around uh, and Stacy's mom is bent over staring at her cleavage. And then he turns around again and she is doing, they say a strip tease, but I don't think she strips at all. And she, well, she's, <clears throat> she's just she's in a bikini clad. or underwear, actually. Yeah, I mean, she's in something that is very re- revealing. We're talking about 40% titty out. Maybe more. Maybe more. Yeah. No areola. She's, um, uh, it's kind of, kind of gives you a la hot for teacher vibes, dancing yes. on the table, you know, spinning kinda, around, kinda like whipping a her lidded catwalk. Rod Stewart haircut around. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. It's uh, uh, listen. I mean, I, I I just have to say thank you to Adam, and uh, and the other members of the group for uh, for bringing Rachel Hunter even more to the forefront of our lives. I mean, it's not hard to look at. That's for damn sure. Going putting in context of the lyrics, yeah, I get where there's there's all sorts of problematic shit, and not just the whole older or young boy fantasizing about an older woman dynamic. I mean, dynamic. Excuse me. I realize that there's more problems with the lyrics than just that. I feel for Stacy throughout this whole thing. But when I walk away from here today, Mark, all I'm going to be thinking about is the sight of her boob on that massage table. <laughs> That's fair. Yeah. Uh, we did not mention that at the end of the music video, a la Fast Times at Ridgemont High, and also very reminiscent of National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation. Hmm. Uh, in which um, the woman that's working in the lingerie stand, um, uh, our oh. uh, Clark Griswold, is fantasizing her coming out of the pool. That's right. Listening to Malakaliki Maka is the thing to say on a bright Hawaiian Christmas day. And uh, she comes out and she starts taking off her underwear. Mm. And then um, yeah. then the little girl comes out and scares him. And ruins everything. Um, but... In this, he is uh, Stace, it, the the kid, uh, young Adam, is watching Stacy's mom get out of a pool, fantasizing, I guess, and he is staring out of the window, jerking off. So now we're seeing an eleven or twelve year old jerk off. Uh, we're not seeing his dick. Um, and then Stacy walks in. Why yeah. he doesn't lock the door, I'm not entirely sure. This is the Judge Reinhold thing from Fast Times. Yes, yeah. Yeah. and then and then closes the door quickly and laughs and kind of does a thing like. He's jerking off thinking of me. She kind of, the her body language is like, oh, oh. Who was it that opened the door on Judge Reinhold in the movie? Was it remember. Was it his sister? I think because in, in yeah, Fast it was Times, his sister. it's his sister's yeah, friend the, that he has a thing on. Yeah, for. Phoebe is his sister's friend. Right. Yeah, I think it's his sister. Like, oh So it's my not God. an apples to apples comparison. Yeah, no. Uh, no. It's part... Part fast, fast times. Part Mrs. Robinson, mm, bit. Um, and part creepy as fuck. Um, it's just weird seeing eleven-year-olds sexualized. Like maybe this. if they just could have gotten a kid a little bit older. Well, maybe. And and no. you know, genius does say a pubescent boy. I don't very much know. Pre-pubescent. I'm almost. thinking yeah. pre-pubescent, or he's, or they're all very, very young. I, I'm, I'm not thinking. I know it's <sighs> he's he, that kid's too young. It's sort of about a per- that period when you're first hitting puberty and suddenly everybody of the opposite sex is strangely attractive. It's a combination of sexual awakening and limited contact with a large number of people. It's the kids at school and whoever helps happens to be in your life. 
um, that is one of the um, that is one of the quotes from Adam. Um, he talks about his friend who found his grandmother hot, and Adam said, "Hey, you're stepping over the line." But at that point in my in life, I wouldn't put it past anyone, which is kind of a strange thing to say. That's a little weird. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the weird thing is nobody thought Stacy's mom sounded like a hit when we handed that in. Uh, we didn't have a record deal at the time we recorded it, and we took that song around to just about everybody. The only guy that heard a hit uh, with it was the guy who signed us, Steve Greenberg, and we made and he made it a hit. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's very, very, very weird. Uh, Rachel Hunter, a big fan of the song and the band. That's why she did it. Good. Um, yeah, good for them. I mean, God bless them. God damn. There's nothing wrong with Rachel Hunter at all. No. No. Uh, what's the creep factor here? It's, it's, uh, sadly, um, I'm just going to take it. Not at the, I'm going to go, I'm going to go with just the lyrics and so we're not not taking the music video and not taking the music video into account. Because that's hard. where, it, with us, that's where all the problems hard seem to Hard to have, do. The, the, the major problems hard seem to Hard to do. I'm going to do, I'm going to do it. I'm going to separate the, the video from the song, or is it a video from the lyrics in this case. Um, the guy, I don't think that he's uh, particularly all that creepy for being attracted to her mom. Moms can be sexy. Moms can be cute. Um, what's really creepy about it and i wouldn't say it's as much creepy as it just is downright masochistic or you know just just mean uh is you know how he just seems to rub it in her face and in in stacy's face and you know and and the whole line of you know since your dad walked out it's just it's hurtful more than it is i think creepy you gotta say to yourself mark and answer this question you were a a a, 11, 12-year-old kid, and you saw somebody's mom. I was and, both 11 and 12. Right. At some point, you saw somebody's mom, and you saw that she had a, a kicking body, and it probably gave you a boner at some point. Yeah, well, I can confirm without having any specific uh, examples at the ready. Yeah. I got a boner from someone's mom, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, Is that creepy? Well, I mean, you know, I think that there's more. It's, here's the thing is this is kind of what I was getting to when we first got into the song, because I think a lot of people, there's a there's a popular video. One of the things that got us talking about the song is there a pop, there's a popular video uh, where a guy is talking about the lyrics to this song and kind of mentions that Stacy's mom is, is problematic. Um, and look, I mean, the only thing that Stacy's mom really seems to do in this song that is really strange or whatever is coming out with just a towel on we have we're, we're dealing with two separate songs yeah we kind if of are if you're if you're looking at it from the fantasy aspect which i think we have given ourselves over to then it's just fantasy and that's all but did these things in this case is it actually happening so many times we've had to you know take everything at face value and give our creep factors based on that if we're giving our creep factors based on, you know, uh, what what is described in the song, you know, somebody's mom coming out kind of looking good for your daughter's boyfriend or your ba- daughter's prospective boyfriend at the same time, you know, when you add that up with how people are treated in general. Yeah, this, this song's got an overall creepy vibe. So if you're going to go by that, I'm only giving it a lesser score in that the pop possibility of this just being a description of a fantasy is there. I got to give it a 
six, a six point four, six point four. Okay. Okay. Yeah. <clears throat> yeah. I mean, I think that um, I think there's a number of things at play here. I think at the end of the day, Stacy's mom. I want to go on record as saying I don't think Stacy's mom has really done anything wrong. I think if she's guilty of anything, she is guilty of, um, of not reading the room and going out in only a towel when that wasn't the brightest idea. I also, because we're dealing with such an unreliable narrator, I also don't know that she isn't wearing anything under the towel <laughs> because he also th- thinks <laughs> that she says you miss a spot over there and it's giving him a full on erection. So, I mean, can I believe that there was nothing under the towel? Was she wearing a bathing suit and just had a towel over it? I don't know. The music video calls way more into question. We're now seeing her getting a massage out front for some reason. Why she would do that when she's asking him, you know, to mow the lawn in the same spot. It just doesn't make any sense. You want to massage and be relaxed. You have some fucking 11-year-old pushing around a lawnmower. Not very relaxing. Horny massage therapist. Um, It's hard. Seth, it's so hard for me to separate this from the music video. I get it. Because the music video... The music video, I give an 8.8. Wow. The music video, I, I mean, mean it, I can just see in the it, sexualization but, yeah. of the kids, of yeah. these underage kids. Yeah. I mean, I should probably go even higher. But, um, I mean, it sits right on the cusp of, you know, like they're, they're not kissing or doing any handwork or anything. So, yeah. I mean, we'll I'll let it slide a little bit. Lyrics only, I mean, it's more a bummer than anything Stacy getting absolutely walked all over just so this kid can fucking you know get some jerk off uh you know some spank bank material for her mom is a bummer I mean think of the equivalent of like being into somebody and then finding out they're into your best friend and that they're really only hanging with you because they want an in major bummer yeah Yeah. and it's happened and boy is it devastating now imagine that they were trying to fuck your Grammy award-winning father (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> Oof. Um, god thank god i never had to see that <laughs> thank god you don't think i hope not as far as i know i, I mean jen's I doubt. playing the long game <laughs> uh the i think lyrics, she's almost there mark <laughs> the lyrics only um yeah i mean creepy um i mean it's an 11 year old boy or 12 or 13 year old boy kind of being a 13 year old boy and um, I think he's fucked up, but creepy. I don't know. I'm going to go four, four. Okay. Um, I don't think it's creepy as much. I think it's just a horny kid. It, the music video is over the top. The music video is him spying on her, him jerking off, watching her coming out of the pool. And even if it's just fantasy, oh, yeah. jerking off in your friend's fucking. Okay. Jerking off in your friend's bathroom, looking out at the pool watching some fantasy in his mind of the mom getting out of the pool naked, even if she's just in the pool and he's fantasizing and he's just like watching her swim and jerking off is weird. Um, But it's even weirder if she's not even out there. and He's just like (laughs) daydreaming her getting out of the pool. All right. So that is Stacy's mom. Um, (laughs) Next week, we're going to do uh, something a little bit different. We're going to do one of those, did you know what the song is about? What is it? This has been, this is song number five on our list. This has been on here for a long time. I've wanted to do it. 
Uh, our good friend Gary Cosden uh, brought this up to us, Mike's father. Mm-hmm. Uh, he is currently getting surgery on his thumb. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, and so we're gonna we're gonna do this episode for him. Okay. We're gonna do uh, a song by the band Fastball called "The Way." Uh, a okay. very very good song. Yeah. Um, and I'm 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 interested to do this. Uh, not talking a bunch about the lyrics being bad or anything. I don't think. Um, but uh, it's definitely a. Did you know what this is about? Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'm I'm eager to do a little bit of digging and uh, and get to the bottom of this and let you know this song that you've probably listened to a number of times. Um, the real story behind it. We're going to find out. We are. Seth, anything you want to say before we wrap up here, my friend? Uh, I'm going to go home and listen to Lemon Jello and the Infinite Mom, <laughs> the Infinite Hunter. Melon Heads and, and, melon the, heads. Inf- and the Infinite Hunter. <laughs> and uh, try and, get, and my, the infinite try and get my head and my, my mouth back in order after all the tongue twisters that have been presented to a Schlesinger throughout this episode. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, and try and get my head back together after, having, after watching in detail Rachel Hunter. Thank you. I, if, if we well, them away fat from titties laying down on that table. Wow, that was nice to look at. In such a delightful way. Yeah, I mean, I don't think a lot of our listeners are not from that era. You know, I mean, I know 80s Rachel right. Hunter, you know, yeah. El McPherson era, that, that bombshell sure. look, you know. Sure. And, uh, and it just it, it reawakened something, sort of. It moved. And uh, it did move many times. <laughs> I can't wait to do this fastball song next week, though. It's going to be interesting. Uh, there's only one person I want to thank more than Rachel Hunter and Seth, and that is you, dear listener. Thank you so much for uh, tuning in and listening. Uh, we will be back next week uh, with a little history lesson. Uh, history lesson might be a little bit of a weird way to put it, but a, uh, a, a story uh, about the song The Way by Fastball. So go listen to that, and we'll be back next Monday with more lyrics to go. Thanks a lot for listening. Our theme song was done by Exploding Pages. If you have any questions, comments, or ideas for songs or lyrics, you can send them to lyrics2gopod at gmail.com. We'll be back here next week. <laughs>